Welcome to another episode of Treat Your Shelf. I'm Hannah. I'm Christina. And I'm Emma. And I'm not going to say bonus episodes anymore because One Piece has become just what we are focusing on. So (laughs) just expect us to continue focusing on One Piece until we have fully caught up. Today we are continuing our journey through every volume of One Piece. We read through three different arcs. Emma, let the people know what we were reading and what we're going to talk about today. Okay, so we read through chapters 490 to 549, and those were the arcs Shabundi Archipelago. I'm going to talk all about that name in a minute. (laughs) Amazon Lily and Impel Down. Yes. Very exciting. As always, I'll give our disclaimer where we're not going to be spoiling anything beyond those chapters. Emma knows everything, but she will make sure not to spoil anything. I know up through Punk Hazard, kind of, my memory is spotty, and Christina is discovering this for the very first time. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) What are we going to start with? So much happened. Well, I got to start with my my translation note. Okay, so... Uh, You know, I was struggling to figure out how to pronounce the name of this story arc, and it took me on quite the journey that I was not expecting. Because, okay, so in Japanese, it's pronounced shabondi, and the Japanese word shabon means soap, so that's why it's called that, because of all the soap bubbles, kind of. Okay. But the Japanese word for soap comes from the Portuguese word for soap, (laughs) which I, I looked up so many how to pronounce this words, and they were like all different. But it's it's something along the lines of sabao. <laughs> so you kind of pronounce all those letters like it. That is how it was spelled in English. Mm-hmm. Sabao d. Okay. Is like how you would say it in English. Okay. I guess that is how they said it in the English dub. I even watched the English dub <laughs> of the anime <laughs> for this to double check. And they said sabao d. Something like that. So I'm I'm going with Shabundi just because it's it's easier to say, <laughs> and it, I just like it better, I guess. But I suppose those are the two correct pronunciations. But you know, you have to have a deep knowledge of the Portuguese Jesuit missionary influence on the Japanese language in order to. Okay, that was going to be my question. <laughs> in oh order my to gosh. do a One Piece podcast. <laughs> okay, fascinating. Wow. <laughs> Okay. But part of me is like, we should just call it Soapy Archipelago. We should just translate the name. (laughs) Yes. I mean, whatever you want, I will follow your lead. (laughs) I mean, okay, it feels like I do a lot of translation notes. I haven't even gotten into the times that Japanese names are translated and the other times that they're not translated. Like, uh, why? When? Where? Uh. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so... Our crew is going to go to the Shabundi Archipelago, but before they get there, we meet some people that we've actually met before in cover stories, but the Straw Hats, well, the Straw Hats met one of them. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But they're going to Fishman Island. They keep saying that. They've been saying this since the end of Water 7. Yes. (laughs) That they're going to Fishman Island. And they meet a mermaid. Mm -hmm. Her name is Kami. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And this also, okay, this is also the story arc where we find out that slavery is a thing in the One Piece world. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of rough stuff going on in this section. Yeah. Agreed. Because that's like the whole thing is that Kami keeps being kidnapped and trying to be sold at auction because mermaids are super valuable. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a thing. But Hannah, there's a certain character that I know that you do remember from this first part of the arc. Is it Hachi? Hachan? <laughs> well, of course you remember him, but <laughs> I was talking about Duval. Oh, Duval. Okay. I, I thought we were still on Hachi and Kami. <laughs> Well, they're all connected, all three of them. <laughs> and Papagoo. Yeah, yes, and the starfish. Yes. <laughs> Papagoo. Yeah, Duval. You know, that storyline stuck in my brain for whatever reason. So many other storylines have not, but the storyline of Iron Mask Duval <laughs> really stuck with me. <laughs> it's amazing. That's why. <laughs> yeah. He he kidnaps Hachi, mm-hmm. and Kami's like, we gotta go save my friend Hachan, or Hachin. She she has Chin to the end of everybody's mm-hmm. name. And they're like, mm-hmm. hmm, we knew an octopus named Hachi. Maybe it's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sanji, like, tricks him into revealing himself, even though he had tried to disguise himself by covering himself with his ink, and then... Sanji just immediately got him to talk about Arlong, and then they were all like, okay, we know exactly who you are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all still like, oh, we're not sure if it's him, even though Nami's like, I'm pretty sure it's him. But Sanji's like, don't worry, I got this. And then he says, hey, how's Arlong doing? <laughs> I did think it was interesting that Nami was, at first she says, Hachi is all right, he's actually innocent. And I was like, what, Nami? He was he was there during everything. Like, he was a partner in everything that happened to you. Like, he was complicit in, in your torture for years and years and years. So I did, like, later on in the story where she basically says, like, I still don't forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she's fine with them, you know, helping him out. But she doesn't forgive him, which I appreciate. Because, no, you shouldn't. He, he let awful things happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it is more like, eh, we made, we just met Kami and she instantly became our new best friend. So, like, let's help her out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Luffy was more excited about the takoyaki. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just really wanted food. <laughs> Which is always his thing. I guess, Christina, I do want to ask you, because we had ended last time thinking that they were going to go save Ace immediately. And then, like, the first oh, thing yeah. is, nah, we're not going to do it. How did you feel about that? I don't know. I feel like they're always very, like, spontaneous with their decisions. So Mm. it's kind of like, okay, we're doing this right now. (laughs) Like, I mean, also, like you said, we've been trying to get to Fishman Island for so long that it's like, all right, like, what are we going to do first? Like, (laughs) so, yeah, I was definitely surprised at how these three arcs, like, unfolded, Mm, for sure. I was definitely not expecting that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I guess I do want to specifically talk about Iron Mask Duval, just because, again, it is what's stuck into my brain. Oh, yeah, please talk about his face. About his face. It's so important. (laughs) It's so important. It is. Everybody remembers Sanji's awful, awful wanted poster that looks nothing like him, but... It looks exactly like Iron Mask Duval, which is why he had to start wearing the mask because people were going after him thinking that he was Sanji. And he was like, this is the only solution. Yes. But he's also like, I was just a humble human trafficker. And then people started coming after me. Yes, yes, yeah. He was a criminal. Like He was already a bad guy. People should have been going after him. Yes. <laughs> Correct. 
Oh, and Sanji has no sympathy, none at all. He's like, you could have grown a beard. You could have changed your hair. You could have done so many things to change your appearance, but you did nothing. <laughs> yep. And then San- they get in a fight and Sanji kicks his face. Yep. He did this with Wanze back in Water 7 and mm-hmm. he, it's like plastic surgery. He restructures his bones and gives him a new face. <laughs> yes. Except this time, like last time, Wanze wasn't happy about it, but Duval is super happy. Mm-hmm. A little too happy. A little too happy. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he go by handsome Duval now? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, it's me, handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and so now he like loves Sanji and calls him young master and is like, here's my transponder snail number if you ever need me. <laughs> yeah. And then they do, so. Yeah. <laughs> So it works out. Yes, they're like, oh no, more human traffickers. We need the expert. Yeah, the people who know where human traffickers go. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. That's okay. They they get, when they're like going around the theme park, Hachi is like, hey, by the, or one of them says, by the way, human traffickers could just kidnap you and sell you as a slave. Like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. But be- before the human trafficking, we're at... Shabondi, we want to go to Fishman Island. We find out we need to have our ship coded so it can go underwater to mm-hmm. get to Fishman Island because Fishman Island is underwater. And so we meet Shaki, who runs a bar. She's pretty cool. And she's like, I'm going to give you all the expo- exposition you need right now. There are nine other super rookies. You are the 11 supernovas. You're all rookies who have bounties over 100 million berries. And you're all here on this island at the very same time, and that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of crazy. On this island where you really can't do anything, like you have to be careful because of like the celestial dragons, because of the people who are in charge or whatever. Yes. Yeah, and it's right next to like the navy headquarters island. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they're told like don't start any incidents because the navy's right here, and they'll just arrest you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, the 11 supernovas. We're not going to talk about all 11, but I'm going to ask, who is your favorite supernova? Hannah? Mm. So my favorite is Trafalgar Law. Yeah, me too. I love him. Yeah, he's my favorite too, but only because he works with Beppo. Okay. (laughs) Your favorite new character is Beppo, the polar bear. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. I will say my my second favorite is Drake, just because I really like his character design. And okay. I, I, I like the idea that he's a former naval officer. I just, I like to see the people who were a part of the Navy and then left the Navy and like why they left the Navy and the people who are still in the Navy. Why are you still in the Navy? I, I don't know. I just think that's an interesting contrast. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of characters that toe the line, too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have anything more to say about Trafalgar Law? I just like him. He's cool. <laughs> I know. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, God. He just, like, sits there and looks cool. And, like, oh, I hate that I like him. I don't know why, but I guess I just, because, like, everybody likes him, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to like him, too. But I do. Ugh. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, this guy is my favorite guy. Mostly because, like... You don't really get to know too many of the supernovas, you know? So I don't know if one of the, like, the other unfeatured ones are my favorite. But, like, 
Then I saw that they did like a character ranking at the end, I think of like volume 54, mm-hmm. 55 yeah. or something. And he was like number four or five. Yeah. Like in the ranking, I was like, oh, everyone loves this dude. Yeah. I I don't know. It's, uh, he's the surgeon of death. That's a really cool nickname. Yeah, yes. it is. He has yeah. dark circles under his eyes and that's relatable. <laughs> and also in the anime, he has a really great voice. Oh, Okay. If I'm ambitious, I'll put a clip of his voice right here. Wow, what a voice. (laughs) (laughs) And he's best friends with a polar bear. (laughs) There there is a polar bear named Beppo on his crew. Yep. But yeah, the only one we really need to mention is probably Eustace Kid, because his bounty is higher than Luffy's. Yeah. Because he shows no mercy. He kills anybody. <laughs> yeah, we do get reminders here. Like, even though we have so many evil, like, government people and people who are in charge of the world, we also get a reminder that pirates are kind of evil because mm-hmm. <laughs> we do have the other pirates being like, eh, stop helping people. Like, Jewelry Bonnie says that to Zoro when he, like, takes that guy to the hospital. Just like, ew, why are you helping somebody? Yeah. Yeah. It's what makes the Straw Hats so great. It is, but it, uh, it constantly makes me forget that pirates are evil. Because I'm just like, pirates are good, government is bad. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there are bad people in all of the branches. And there are also good people in all of the branches, which is very confusing when you have the more, like, morally upstanding naval people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. So we mentioned the Celestial Dragons. The Celestial Dragons, the true villains of One Piece. <laughs> Yes. They are the descendants of the founders of the world government, and they are untouchable, can do whatever they want. There's no gray area here. They are just so evil. Awful, awful, awful people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I mean, they're they're the main ones that we see with slaves and treating them awfully. Oh my gosh. Like, I was a little shocked at, like, how awful it was. Like... You know, like, the one guy coming in, like, riding up like a slave. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know. It's like, sometimes I forget that this manga is, like, more geared towards adults, I would assume. I don't know. I guess it's, like, mostly kind of goofy a lot of times that I forget how serious it can get. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Although, okay, there is a mention that slavery is illegal, but, like... The government just turns a blind eye to it, especially when it comes to the celestial dragons. So yeah, yeah. What is going on in this world? How do you not see that this world is super corrupt? Yeah, I mean, even one of the world, or I think it was a naval person. They're like, we have to go to the slave auction. I mean, uh, the employment office yes. or whatever they were yeah. calling it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they know what's going on. Oh, 100%. Yeah, but uh, Kami gets kidnapped again, is going to be sold as a slave. Also, the Straw Hats are looking for the person to coat their ship. Shaki was like, yeah, he disappeared six months ago. Don't know where he went. Guess what? He's be- also being sold as a slave, but like he's doing it himself to pay off his gambling debts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the debut of Silver's Rayleigh. The first mate of the Pirate King. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, Rayleigh. Kind of a bum because of his gambling debts, but also super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anne has, like, I feel like powers unknown to us. 
still. Like, the way he was able to get out of the collars and stuff, like, yeah. how did he oh, do yes. that, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. We do see him using hockey against the auctioneers when they're bothering Kami. And then he uses it again later in the auction hall. Yeah. What exactly is hockey? Okay, so this is one of those things where since they haven't explained it yet, I'm like, should I explain it? But They've been using the word a lot, and it seems like it's more like a force of presence or something like that. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's basically like willpower. Like, your willpower mm. is so strong that it can, like, it can strengthen your attacks or can overwhelm other people. We saw that yeah. Shanks used that and Rayleigh used it and Luffy's used it a couple times now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he used it at the beginning of this arc with uh, when he was fighting Duval. He like used it on the bison. Or oh, whatever. yes. Oh, OK. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, it's it's a thing that Hannah mm-hmm. didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought Shanks was cool. <laughs> That even sea monsters were scared of him. (laughs) And he is still cool. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like the asides that we get from the rest of the world because there's a lot going on in the rest of the world at the same time. We get to see Garp hearing about Rayleigh being at auction and being like, y'all, we're already dealing with Whitebeard. We can't deal with Rayleigh and Whitebeard. At the same time, we we really got to choose what we're focusing on here. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So Kami gets kidnapped. They want to rescue her. So they go to the auction house. And then one of the celestial dragons is obsessed with mermaids and bids a ton of money on Kami. And then Luffy punches this guy, which is the one thing they weren't supposed to do. Right. Yeah. But I mean, how could you not? It had to be done. Yeah, it had to be done. If it has to be done, Luffy will do it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> he will think and about it. And I mean, it. Nami did, like, her plan was to to use their money, use their gold. Again, we have Nami, the one who is in charge of the gold and who, like, gold is so important to her, being like, no, I am going to use it to get my friend back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it was just, it was just too much. But yeah, I will say... Luffy does punch him, though, after he shoots Hachi. That's that's true. So it's Hachi reveals himself to be a fish man and gets shot by the celestial dragon. And then Luffy... Very indiscriminate use of, like, gun violence. And it's very sudden. (laughs) Yeah. As I said before, whenever there's a gun in one piece, I'm like, oh, it's serious now. Yeah. Yeah. I was like... These people are really dying, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got so worried for Hachi, and then it's like, nah, he's, <laughs> he's still kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so, also while they're on the archipelago, we get a little more information about fishmen and mermaids and how back in the day, they were, they were considered basically the same as animals. They weren't considered people yes and so it was okay to buy and sell them and so that's why it's still kind of okay but yeah there's still there's super amount of discrimination and so i i don't know if nami's still gonna forgive hachi but she's just like oh this is really mind-blowing for her from arlong's telling everyone how fishmen are superior and then finding out oh no fishmen are super discriminated against 
yeah Mm -hmm. kind of putting the pieces together of like okay here's their thought process and why they are so prejudiced against humans yeah Uh, especially as we learn like the the tattoos that they have we learn this later on in the arc but the tattoos they have were because they were slaves of the government Mm -hmm. and so it's likely that everybody or a good majority of the people on arlong's crew were slaves or were like part of the pirate crew of enslaved people so Mm -hmm. they have that history yeah so anyway the straw hats are in trouble but then rayleigh comes and blasts everyone with his hockey and he's like all right let's get out of here i mean there's actually a lot more fighting because oh yeah so kid eustace kid and trafalgar law were also at the slave auction just because yeah (laughs) and so they do have to fight some navy who were surrounding the auction house and so we get so it's interesting that these three are sort of put on the same level because trafalgar law is not the third highest bounty. No, he's not. So, mm. but I do feel like Oda's kind of being like, hey, look at these three. You know, Law yeah. Law isn't the highest bounty, but he's one to look out for. He's on the same level as Luffy and Kid here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just cool seeing them all fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we also get the revelation that the, the auction house was owned by one of the warlords, by Doflamingo. Yes! And, yes! And he's, like, calling then and cutting ties with the shop. Uh, I, and, he, and he's talking about how they've been summoned to take on Whitebeards, how it's going to be Whitebeard pirates versus the seven warlords. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you picked up on that, Hannah. Yes. Especially, well, if you remember Doflamingo's first appearance... I'm, as I'm sure you do. Was killing my boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Well, no. Earlier when he was at the meeting. Oh, when he was at the meeting. Apologies. And, and one of the naval people, I don't know if they ask him like how he is or whatever, but he says business is booming. And they're like, we hate to hear that. Oh, ew. <laughs> oh. Ew. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, he's cut ties with that now. He's moved on with his life. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely only had the one auction house, probably. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, now they talk to Rayleigh, and here's like the big exposition part of the arc. So many revelations. (laughs) Name them all, Hannah. (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, I can. I can start naming some if you want. <laughs> we'll take turns. Hannah goes first, then Christina, then me. <laughs> okay. I mean, the big one is that Roger's crew wasn't captured 22 years ago. It was that Roger turned himself in. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was terminally ill and was like, why not? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Christina's turn for a revelation. <laughs> Oh, gosh. You know I didn't take notes about this. (laughs) I will say the other interesting thing was that their crew disbanded a year before he turned himself in, which is really smart to make sure that everybody can go to ground and, I don't know, protect themselves before Mm -hmm. he turned himself in. Mm -hmm. But but we learn another member of the crew was Crocus. Oh, right. Yes. Laboon's caretaker. Yup. He was their crew physician for like a couple years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, and of course, Shanks tells everybody about Luffy. So he there's a memory of him talking to Rayleigh, like Mr. Rayleigh. I just love that he called him Mr. Rayleigh. <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Rayleigh, I was so surprised. In the East Blue, there's a kid saying the exact same thing as Captain Roger, the very same words the captain said. Aww. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Man, everybody's putting over Luffy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, Robin gets up and she's like, I've got a lot of questions. Oh, what's, yes. what's the will of D? What's the void century? Tell me all of this. And then he's like, do you really want to know? Or do you want to find out for yourself? And she's like, oh, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he confer- he does confirm that it's out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also confirmed that Goldie Roger was hearing voices and then he couldn't actually read the Poneglyphs. Yes, he had the voice of all things. Yes. Oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> I sure hope that's what they called it. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, whatever. <laughs> Spoilers, the voice of all things. <laughs> Damn it, Emma. <laughs> they surely said that. They surely said that. They said he was able to hear the voices of all things in the world. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I liked I liked Rayleigh's answer. This is a long quotation, but he said, Even if I told you everything in history right now, there is nothing you could do about it. The answer you will arrive at may be different from ours, even after you see the world in its entirety at your own pace. But if you still want to know, I will tell you everything that happened in this world. And Robin says no. Which, yeah, I really like that. Like, yeah, they might come to a different conclusion than what they did. So let them discover things and come to their own conclusions and have their own thoughts. Yeah. And surely they will. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But not right now, because the Navy is still trying to catch the Straw Hats. Because, of course, they did the most one thing you should not do. Yeah. attack celestial dragons but we have an, an admiral admiral kizaru mm-hmm. what's his real name borsalino <laughs> thank you oh, borsalino yes <laughs> i do often get him confused with aokiji one because i feel like they look similar they really don't but <laughs> but, <laughs> but because aokiji's real name is kuzan <laughs> i always get oh. kuzan and kizaru mixed up oh gotcha okay. yeah that makes sense <laughs> anyway kizaru arrives and more pacifistas or oh, i guess we haven't seen any past well okay back up back up blip, blip, blip. <laughs> bartholomew kuma referred to himself as a pacifista but there is like a real bartholomew kuma but then there are also copies of him called pacifistas yes yeah christina did you know right away that there were multiple kumas or did it take you a bit to realize that there were multiple kumas around the island it took me a second, but then I was like, I noticed that I was like, okay, they're in Grove 12 fighting. And then I was like, okay, there's there's a couple going on here. Yeah. <laughs> but they have like different powers from the actual Bartholomew Kuma as well. Yeah. They mostly just have laser powers. Oh gosh, yeah. Which is still very frightening. Yeah. They don't have little paws though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then... They do run into Bartholomew Kuma, and he disappears everyone. Yes. Which was extremely stressful. <laughs> this, this is such a moment. Oh, my God. 
Oh the God. pacing of this, it was mm-hmm. so intense. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're running. They are, they, at first, you know, had the idea, like, okay, we need to get away for three days, because that's how long it'll take Rayleigh to coat the ship. We'll see if we can handle the Navy. They couldn't handle the Navy and, and all the pacifistas. And so then they're trying to run away. That is, they're like, we'll just run away and we'll meet back up. Well, everybody take care of yourselves. I mean, that's Luffy says, everybody run away and look after yourselves. Right now we can't defeat them. And that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and Zoro, Zoro's still feeling the effects of the last time he dealt with Kuma and is like the first one down. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. is the first one down. Yeah, and Kizaru almost kills him, but then Rayleigh comes in and is like, don't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Rayleigh yeah. is super strong. He's an old man, but he is so strong. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was first mate of the Pirate King. I know. <laughs> oh, and one of the supernovas, I forget who it was, but they did call Zoro the first mate of the Straw Hat crew. Yes, he is. Still, like, no one on the crew confirming it, but I felt like this was confirmation enough yeah. that he is the first mate. He is. Well, now mm-hmm. he's dead. Oh, disappeared. <laughs> I was not sure yes. we actually, like, did see where they end up, so... We do, we do. Yeah. We know that they're not dead, but... <laughs> Although Zoro was still unconscious, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and Chopper intentionally overdosing again? Yes! <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was that was probably the most... I mean, it wasn't the most intense, but it felt so intense where he's just like, yeah. this is the only thing I can do. Yeah! Uh-huh. <laughs> Chopper. <laughs> just a baby! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Luffy sees his whole crew zapped away. Do you have what he says, Hannah? Hold on. I couldn't save any of them. Yes. He's just on his knees crying, basically. And then Kuma zaps him away. (sighs) We'll never see each other again. Farewell. And then there's the the narration at the end of, on that day, the Straw Hats were defeated. Gut. Gut wrenching. (sighs) I loved it. I I actually loved this arc way more than I remember. (laughs) It was so intense and I loved it. Oh my god. Yeah, it was super intense. But moving on, we- okay, so we finally find out, like, the- the zapping away. It is like, you're getting kind of pushed. Kuma's powers are basically, like, repelling, so you- Mm -hmm. you get pushed and you're traveling. Like, Luffy was cautious during some of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that somebody else had had mentioned that nobody knows what his powers are, but the rumor is that you go flying for two days before you land somewhere, and that's basically what happened. Yes, yeah, but yeah, okay. So Luffy is now by himself, lands on Amazon Lily, the island of women, <laughs> and we meet another warlord of the sea, Boa Hancock, the only female warlord of the sea. Mm-hmm. What did you think of her, Christina? I don't know. I thought she was kind of annoying. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I felt bad for her and her, like her story and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. She just was okay. I liked her enough. Did you have to add any more animals to your wall of the wronged? Okay, first of all, I mean, we haven't even gotten to Impel Down yet, so there are animals on that wall from Impel Down. (laughs) 
From Amazon Lily, I don't know. The baby seal didn't make you sad. Oh my god, the baby seal is really sad. I forgot about that. It's hilarious. It's so funny. I did laugh a little, which is probably why I didn't think of it. Yes, I've never laughed so much at a baby seal getting kicked. This baby seal here. Yeah, because because this is what Oda's doing to show that oh she's heartless. Is that she, first she sees a kitten and she kicks it out of the way, and then later there's just a baby seal on the ground because of course there is <laughs> a baby seal and 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 a puppy. <laughs> Oh but the gosh. baby seal really stole the show there. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. But okay, so Luffy's on this island. And in my notes, I wrote, Luffy does shrooms. Because that's literally what happens. Oh my god, yes. He's he's like, oh, here's a laughing mushroom. This will make me happy because I'm really stressed out right now. Yeah. And then he eats a bunch of mushrooms and he eats one that's like a parasite that grows all over his body. Which was actually kind of horrifying to me. Like, the ones coming out of his eyes and thinking that they have to take the roots out. I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they don't really show it in detail, but he's he's rescued by the women and they take the mushrooms off. And eventually, I think Luffy has to tell them, like, I'm a man, I'm not a woman, <laughs> because they don't know. Oh, it's the grandma, Grandma Neon, yeah. or whatever. She's the one who's like, that's a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's illegal for men to be on the island. So I guess Luffy broke the law, but also everybody who helped him also broke the law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marguerite, uh, one of them, is, like, pretty sympathetic. Like, he tells them, he's like, I'm so confused. Like, I just fell from the sky here. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm. So they end up kind of helping him. Yeah. Kind of. It, it's a back it and forth a for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he kind of kidnaps Marguerite for a bit uh, so that he can get his his card back, the, the Rayleigh and Ace. Well, no, he has the Ace card. Because he was using the Rayleigh one to try and make his way back to them yeah he's Mm -hmm. like i'll just walk back following the card yeah except i'm gonna do it on my hands so that i get really strong (laughs) yes anyway eventually luffy meets boa hancock Mm -hmm. because he's like i want a ship so i have to talk to an important person so i have to go into the tallest building Mm -hmm. and so then he he like tries to go into it but then he falls through the roof and he falls into boa hancock's bath and before this we learned we saw Bo Hancock talking to the Navy because they're like, you need to come with us. Everybody's coming so they can fight Whitebeard. And she's like, I refuse because I hate the Navy, you know. And mm-hmm. her power is to turn people to stone if they're attracted to her. Yes. But she's yeah. she's the most beautiful woman in the world. So it worked out well for her. Yeah, like she has, did she, she had the love, love fruit or something. So I think she can make people fall in love with her. No, she's just good at manipulating people. Okay. But whatever, Luffy falls in this bath. Oh, and they have, her and her sisters have giant eyes on their back. Yeah, that's what they've told everybody. (laughs) That's what they've told everyone that can turn people instantly to stone. Yeah, that's why they evacuate the castle when they're bathing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. But Luffy fell in. <laughs> Luffy fell in. He fell in. I'm... And he saw it. He saw her back. And 
that's punishable by death, but also he wasn't affected by it. So. Oh no, nobody's affected by it because there's nothing on her back. There's not actually anything on her back that can yeah. make people turn to stone. Yeah, that's true. Christine, do you know what happened to this arc? I just, I feel like she was freaking out because he wasn't like affected by her at all. Well, yeah, that I was mean, later. that too, yes. She was freaking oh, okay. out that he saw the symbol on her back, but he, she was also freaked out when her powers didn't work on him. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and it's because Luffy is an asexual icon. Yes, <laughs> Luffy. Not attracted to her. Doesn't even like her. Oh my god, later when he says, you make me sick. Oh my god, I cheered. Yes. <laughs> Be- because she's turning people to stone, she's like, oh, you helped a man, I'm gonna turn you to stone. And how all the rest of the her subjects are cheering her on. And he's like, that's gross. And she's like, oh, everybody forgives me because I'm beautiful. <laughs> and he's like, no, I hate you. Yeah. Oh, it's it's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. So he has to battle the Gorgon sisters. Yes, Bo Hancock's sisters. So Bo Hancock is the ruler of the island, and her sisters are also very powerful. They also have hockey. Like everyone on Amazon Lily does. Well, yeah, like Marguerite's arrows had hockey around the tips. I know. Oh. But yeah, big fight. And then during the fight, Luffy accesses hockey. And they're all like, what is going on? That's the Supreme King hockey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, what? <laughs> it's actually the one we've seen the most, but apparently it's like the rarest type. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Because that that's the okay. one that makes people just faint around you. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And then one of the sisters' clothes ends up burning off during the fight, and Luffy, being the selfless, kind person that he is, covers her back because he knows that they don't want anybody to see what is on their backs, even if he doesn't fully understand why. Mm-hmm. But he does. But he doesn't. He doesn't at all. No. <laughs> Especially because he's like, I've seen that symbol before. And then, so then afterwards, he goes to talk to Boa Hancock, and she's like, what's the symbol? And he's like, oh, I don't actually know. It, it just, it looks like Hachi's sun tattoo. Mm-hmm. So he's half right. Mm-hmm. It's the mark, it's the hoof of the celestial dragons, which is what they brand their slaves with, because that's her tragic backstory. Oh my god. So Yep. And it's like really sad to think that they think if the people of Amazon Lily like saw their backs that they would completely disown them and like stop following them. Like, I just feel like that's not true. Yeah. Do they even know what it means? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They don't even know what a man is. They don't leave the Why island. Why would they know what a celestial dragon is? Like, I get yeah. it. You, like, don't want to show it off, but, like, mm-hmm. do you need to hide it that much? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing. And then Luffy's like, I hate the celestial dragons. In fact, I punched one. And Grandma Neon is like, it's, that's true. It's in this newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so then they all become friends. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Luffy finally finds out that Ace is going to be executed. Yeah. If he just read the newspaper, like, all his problems would be solved. Mm-hmm. He would have known this. Yep. So he's like, I gotta go save Ace. Boa Hancock, please take me to save Ace. And she does, because she has a crush on him. Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, specifically, he needs a Navy ship to be able to get there fast enough. And since she was called by the Navy to go meet up to help with the war against Whitebeard, she's gonna 
help him get onto a Navy ship and make the request to go to Impel Down before she helps with the other warlords. And with Luffy hiding underneath her cloak, it works. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but the, like, on the ship, she's like, I need yeah. a million pounds of food a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, every five or couple hours or like whatever. Yeah, five meals a day, I need <laughs> yes. this much food. <laughs> yes. But okay, Impel Down, I'm ready to go. Whew. Oh, what a crazy arc. The underwater prison, Ace is held at the very bottom, where all the worst criminals are. The criminals get yep. worse the further you go down. Yep, and there are five levels that we that everyone knows about, and a secret six level, and that's where Ace actually is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so the big thing of this arc is returning characters. Yes, I loved all the returning characters. <laughs> Christina, who are you happy to see? Bonclay. <laughs> He was my favorite this whole time. Like, I loved him and his love for Luffy. MVP, truly. He made it onto yeah. my list of favorite characters for sure yeah. now. Yeah, me too. I I really think the Bonclay storyline. Bonclay, Mr. Two of Baroque Works. He's back. Yeah. Better than ever, really. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, he was great. Um, we see Buggy <laughs> trying to escape incidentally on the same day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Buggy. So yeah. inept. <laughs> Him and Mr. Three end up running around the entire arc. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love their partnership and how they're just like, yeah, we are aligned in what we want and it's to get out of here. Because yeah. Luffy comes in and he's like, no, I'm breaking into the prison. And they're like, you need to break out. Yeah. <laughs> and even though they start on level two, they end up going like all the way down with <laughs> Luffy on accident. <laughs> yeah, so Impel Down is just like a lot of fighting. Just So much yeah. fighting, Here's what yeah. you're doing on this level. Here's what you're doing on this level. It's, mm-hmm. it's a disaster. Only Luffy yeah. can cause such a thing. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, so much chaos. I do love that we get to see Garp interact with Ace, and Ace mm-hmm. is so upset. Yeah. He's so upset, and and we get into it in the middle of a scene where Garp is saying, kill you, don't be rash, you fool. There's nothing you can do now. Whitebeard won't stop if you die. Nothing can prevent this war now. So... Ace is just feeling all this guilt because he's caused a huge incident now by him being captured. Mm-hmm. But also there's there's no going back. Just like Garp said, even if if Garp were to put him out of his misery and, and not let a public execution happen, it wouldn't change things. Mm-hmm. Oh, my baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get the sense that like the Navy has wanted this to happen for a long time. So they kind of move the pieces in their favor. Yeah. Yeah. So, lots of fighting. We also get all the characters who work in the prison. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So much good world building so quickly with having the Underwarden constantly, like, muttering about how he's going to take over the yes. job of Warden. And so you <laughs> yes. just already have such a good idea of what their, like, work relationship and, like, work life is like. <laughs> oh my god, this storyline I got so invested in. <laughs> It was so dumb. And it's not even muttering. Hannibal, the underworld warden, is just like, I want your job. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the prisoners have escaped. 
Yeah. <laughs> but so there's all of this. And so like Underwarden Hannibal keeps being like, this will make the warden look bad. I should do this. And then at one point he gets so overwhelmed by everything that's happening. And then Magellan comes in and he's like, do this, do this, do this. And he's like, yeah, warden. And then yes. later the warden is like, Hannibal, you're the only one who can succeed me. And I'm like, oh my God. Yes. I'm yes. so invested in this. <laughs> okay, that was fantastic. There's also a point where you realize that Hannibal is also just, like, really morally great. Like, he... Oh, I have to try and find the line. This prison was constructed as a warehouse for scum like you so that decent people could live in peace. So, like, that's his his thought process. He he seems to truly believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but... Anyway. Yeah, Warden Magellan, who has... I guess it's the venom venom fruit. Yes. It's poison. Mm-hmm. And there's so much dumb joke. There's so many dumb jokes that oh, made me yeah. laugh in this arc where he's like, because I'm a poison guy, my favorite food is poison and I have diarrhea eight hours a day. Yes. <laughs> and he says, you know what they say, fight poison with poison. And they're like, nobody says that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my yep. gosh. What a terrifying power, though. Like, everyone just getting melted by acid and poison, like, was no good. It, it yeah. was super scary. Because Luffy fights him and he's like, I guess I just have to sacrifice my arms to fight you. Yes! Yeah. And he gets super defeated. Oh my god, he is dead. They do say, it. they're like, Luffy, you're gonna die. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh and God. who goes to great lengths to save him? Bon boy. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's amazing. He's he's taken the form of the Underwarden. He's taking him down to the what level four, the frozen. Yes. Hell or no? That's level five. Level five is the frozen hell, but. He and then he's like pulling him around on a sled after he gets him out of the prison and then is attacked by wolves and And he's just <laughs> looking for the miracle worker to save his friend. Yes. You know. <laughs> because that Bon Clay does say that. He's like, There's a person I want to meet here. He's a miracle worker. Luckily enough, they meet a very new character, Emporio Evenkov. Yep. What a fun character. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They meet him in this secret area between level five and six. Yes. Where prisoners have been disappearing to. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like this party place. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yes, em- Emporio Evenkov, the, what do you say? The, the queen of the Kamabaka queendom? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's that's true. Drag queen, I guess is the what yeah. Oh, just going mm-hmm. for here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's really interesting just because we saw earlier Sanji on that island and you have all of these who seem like drag queens there too. But also you learned that Ivankov is like can basically give gender affirming care to anybody. Like he he can transition anybody who wants. And so you assume, I mean, he's been in prison for a while now. So like most of those people on that island probably did come there seeking some kind of gender affirming care from him. Mm-hmm. And I just think mm. that's really cool that he can give that to people. Yeah, he can do lots of fun things with hormones. 
He's a miracle worker. Well, he does cure the poison. Yeah, but it takes like 10 years from Luffy's life. I know. Oh my god. This is the moment in One Piece where I was like, is Luffy gonna die at the end of the series? (laughs) (laughs) My heart can't handle that. Hopefully like taking 10 years off isn't like 10 years from when he would be like killed in battle. It would be like, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. He's been doing so much bad stuff to his body and putting it through so much that it's concerning. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh my gosh, poisoned Luffy asking for Bone Clay to be the one who is saved. And and then and then Bone Clay just standing outside the door when Luffy yes. is going through the treatment and is just screaming his head off. And and Clay is just screaming there with him, like, you can do it, you can do it. Oh. Yeah, he's like his own personal cheerleader. And he gets everyone there to cheer him on. And then mm. Luffy recovers in like half the time. Yeah, yeah. Because of course, well, also this execution is happening sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Yes. But okay. So yes, Luffy's recovered. We're off to save Ace again. Except mm-hmm. we're not because Ace is already gone. Yeah. Yep. But Christina, why does the queen of the queendom decide to help Luffy? Oh my goodness. It's because Luffy randomly mentions that he's Dragon's son and Iva has, or you know, has been friends with Dragon in the past and is part of the revolutionaries or whatever. Yes. And is only going to break out if she can, or if they can rejoin the revolutionaries. And so Mm. he sees this as his chance to go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. he was waiting for the army to be mobilized, but now he's like, you know what? I can't, I can't leave. <laughs> I can't leave them here. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, he didn't know that Dragon had a son. Because... No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and now he knows that he has two. Yeah. <laughs> that That is what, that's one of the reasons he says, he's like, oh, God, like, Dragon's my boss. I got to save his son and also his other son. Like, yeah, I can't mm-hmm. just stop you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Magellan gets there just before and is taking Ace up the elevator and to the ship and to Marineford. But who is on level six? So many people. (laughs) So many people. Crocodiles there. Uh Uh-huh. Jimbei, another warlord. Oh yeah, Jimbei. And the old warden, Shiryu? Shiryu. Shiryu. Yep. He was in prison because he was so torturous to people. He would just kill people at random. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, oh, my sword needs blood. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yep. And he's released because Magellan needs help. Yeah. And that turns against him pretty quickly because then- Oh, immediately. Okay. So Blackbeard shows up. Oh, my gosh. I was like, this is random. Like, I truly did not understand. I was like, why is he here now? But everyone was there. Uh, really, everybody was. Uh, mm-hmm. And anyway, he he recruits Shiryu to his team. And oh my god. Anyway, I don't even know. They let Crocodile out because he's like, I can get you out of here because I can turn things to sand. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be very helpful. Oh my god. Okay, I have to talk about this. I, I almost forgot. This is important. Okay. <laughs> everyone, everyone get excited. I'm going to talk about a One Piece fan theory. Ooh. Okay. Okay, so Crocodile is there, and he yes. says, I can get you out. And then he's like, oh god, Evenkov is here. And Evenkov, 
is like, yeah, I knew Crocodile from when he was starting out, and I know his weakness, and if he goes against us, I'll tell what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, I came across this fan theory, because I thought Crocodile looked a lot like Shank's first mate, Ben Beckman. Now, I think I'm the only one who thinks this, because okay. I started to Google, is Crocodile Ben Beckman, or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're not. But when I typed in, is Crocodile, the villain was Luffy's mother. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I think I know the answer to this, but now I have to click on it. <laughs> so people think that Crocodile was assigned female at birth and that even called- And that's why Eva <laughs> did his hormone treatment on Crocodile- so that way, Crocodile is, is a man. <laughs> but then they take it one step further that somehow he, <laughs> Crocodile's <laughs> Luffy's mother. And I'm like, what's so dumb? Okay. Just because, like, just because Evenkov knows Crocodile's secret or whatever it is, doesn't mean it has anything to do with Evenkov. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's That's, an interesting theory. Yeah, that's fun. (laughs) So, is Crocodile Luffy's mother? I don't know. (laughs) But, like, no, because Evenkoff didn't even know Dragon had a son. Like, yeah. I refuse. Wow. I mean, I'm willing to believe that he used to be a woman. I think that's. Maybe. Maybe. Right. Maybe. But not Luffy's mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, wow. well, anyway, they break out of Impel Down after breaking in. Mm hmm. So, I don't know what else you want to say about the ending of this arc other than those whale sharks were super cute that Jimbei called. Oh yeah. my god. He calls all these whale sharks to help them out. It's so cute. But also, then there's the devastating ending. I don't know if you're ready to get to the devastating ending yet. Oh, I don't know. I will say that Crocodile is also really fine with escaping now because he has a purpose, and that purpose is let me try and strike Whitebeard while he's distracted. And Mm -hmm. and that also kind of, in the end, turns into Buggy's plan as well. Like, ah, I will continue to stay with you if I have the chance to take on Whitebeard. (laughs) Buggy. (laughs) Buggy, I don't think you can. Yeah, what? <laughs> but but okay. Uh, but they have to get through the gates of justice. Yeah, but then the gates open. But how do they open? I, I actually gasped because I did not remember this. Because you cut to the room where Warden Magellan is saying open the gates. But you know that Warden Magellan is like at the front door of Impel Down? Yeah, about to get on a boat to, I guess, try and follow Mm-hmm. So you know it's Bond Clay. Yes. Oh my god! And then you see like the flashback of him talking to Jimbei and being like, like no goodbyes, like don't let Luffy know until you're past the doors, until they're closed, until the connection is dropped. But Jimbei does not follow that and does give Luffy the transponder snail before they are through the doors. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and that's Luffy. We were supposed to escape together. You always help me, but I never get to pay you back. <laughs> Which is true. Like there, that is so rare that Luffy is the one receiving help from mm-hmm. like s- such monumental help that gets him out of situations. And he's right. Like he hasn't gotten really 
to repay him for these two times where he's sacrificed himself Mm -hmm. so that Luffy and crew can continue. Yeah. He's great. (laughs) Well, he's dead now. (laughs) No one dies. No one dies. (laughs) This is exactly like the conversation Buggy and Luffy had at the end when Buggy's like, oh, he's dead. And Luffy's like, you don't know that. (laughs) Yeah. We, We don't, but... Warden Magellan came and was like, any last words? (sighs) Oh my god. (sighs) Yeah. So, on to Marineford. (laughs) Will we finally save Ace? Will the crew ever be reunited? Yeah. Do you want to say anything about where the crew has ended up? We can. I mean... (laughs) We don't have to, but like... (laughs) I mean, poor Robin was enslaved for a little oh, bit, yes. but thankfully, thankfully, we got to see her rescued by the Revolutionary Army because I was like, what the heck? She's already had a tough enough time and now yes. you're making her be enslaved to build a bridge. Yeah, I was like, oh, good. She's in handcuffs yet again. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, of course, Robin is in the worst place. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, I thought it was so funny. So Sanji ends up on the second island of women and... I just love seeing him have a hard time when he kind of got what he always wanted, right? Mm. I do worry that it is slightly transphobic, just because, again, they're women at heart, and they came there, again, possibly because of the gender-affirming care that Ivankov can give. And Was that the island that he came from? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Sanji's not seeing them as w- women. Gotcha. Okay. Feels a little transphobic. Yeah, it does. I, and like the cover panel where he's in a dress, I was like, oh, I feel like this isn't good for, like, you know, the whole Sanji arc from last Mm. time. I was like, I don't know if him being on this island is really helping his image improve at all. Right. Right. Who knows? Maybe (laughs) he'll come back with a deeper understanding of life. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is a good opportunity because so it does seem transphobic and I will not argue against that. But like maybe like so the thing is that all the people on the island keep chasing Sanji. Yes. And so mm-hmm. maybe this will teach Sanji to like, hey, maybe I shouldn't give people unwanted attention. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe yeah. he, maybe he'll have some good growth. One can hope. Maybe. It did seem like a lot of them got sent to islands that ironically were, like, perfect for them. Like, Nami gets sent to a weather island where they study mm-hmm. weather. And, like, so I feel like they all could come back with, like, some better abilities. I mean, I do almost wonder if that's part of Kuma's abilities, just because he does, like, before sending them, or at least when we saw him do it with Perona, is, like, where do you most want to go or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know if there's some kind of thing there where he's able to tell where they need to be. Yeah, I mean, it definitely worked out for Luffy. He was exactly where he needed to be to get yeah. where he needed to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Usopp ended up, I think, like on a mechanic type island. Mm. No, that's Frankie. Frankie did. Okay, Frankie. Yeah. Usopp was with like bugs. <laughs> <laughs> and like plants and like everything was trying to kill him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Usopp. <laughs> He's going to come back more fragile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I guess my final thoughts on this chunk of chapters. I I liked Shabundi a lot. Amazon Lily's okay. I mean it was kind of a transitional arc. I don't yes. love Impel Down. 
<laughs> because it's a lot of fighting and because it's only Luffy. And I'm like, I want the other Straw Hats. I yeah. did really like the returning characters and I loved Bon Clay. He was amazing. He was the best part of the arc. Everything he did. Mm-hmm. A plus. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a middle of the road arc for me. All of this mm-hmm. is kind of like, it's good. I don't love it. Yeah. yeah. There's like a part of me that's like, wow, like it fell down. Basically, like I know it wasn't for nothing, but they still went through all of this and still didn't rescue Ace. It just feels yeah. like it's a lot to get to where we're going sometimes. Yep. Will we ever get to Fishman Island? <laughs> <laughs> We've t- been talking about it for like 200 chapters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have to if they want to continue on to the second half of the yeah. grand line. But will they ever reunite and come back together and continue their quest? I don't know. They're all so far away from each other. <laughs> I know. Yep. What are we reading next time? Any more final thoughts? Yeah. Hannah, anything to say about this? Nothing that will really wrap this up. I did really enjoy the CP9 cover stories that were going on, how they ended up at their I guess their hometown was all the same. I it was unclear if their hometown was just their hometown because that's where they were trained. I think so. Okay. So so they go there and they see more kids being trained and I guess it they're they're mad. So <laughs> so they, you know, I I don't know that we actually see it, but the assumption is that they are taking care of those kids or at least like freeing those kids from being child soldiers Mm. was my assumption (laughs) because they like call spandom they're like we're done well no did they say we'll be back we'll be back (laughs) i took it to mean like we're done with you but we're coming back for you (laughs) to kill you okay okay maybe because you're awful (laughs) okay you didn't get that from the cover story (laughs) i think you read what you wanted to read (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got to see them, like, help out the town that they were staying in when they were getting, like, medical care for Lucci. Yes. And we got to see all their shadows behind, like, the child soldiers when they were staring down at the Navy men who were, like, training them. It felt very sinister, like they were about to take out all the Navy. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to tell what's going on in these cover stories. True. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we see. We see a bunch of Navy people showing up. I know. I'm wondering if Kofi's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's still with Garp, I would assume that he's still with Garp. Mm-hmm. And we know Garp is going to be there. What is he going to do if he faces off against his friends? <laughs> boy, oh boy, we can only hope to find out. <laughs> or hope we don't find out, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, going back to Christina's question, what are we doing next time? <laughs> Okay, we are reading, or we are finishing the saga with chapters 550 through 597 in volumes 56 through the very beginning of volume 61. And so, depending on what you want to call it, it's either the Paramount War arc, the Summit War arc, or Marine Ford. Okay. <laughs> the manga translates it as Paramount War, the animated Summit War, and then... The One Piece wiki, my nemesis, <laughs> just always refers to arcs by where they take place, and this will take place in Marineford. So, yeah. Well, all right. Well, we're finishing. We're going to finish the saga, and that'll be exciting. So, yay. Yay. Yes. All righty, then. 
As always, you can find all of our social media information in the show notes. Please check us out on all those different platforms. And thanks for joining in on our discussion. Until next time, don't forget to treat yourself. Bye.